Wow, we're back. Howdy, howdy, beautiful people, my fellow folks. Welcome back to Hoot and a Half. I'm your host, Matt King, with my co-host here, Mike Sheffer. Hello. Yes, it's me. Look at us on our new temporary set. Yes, for the people who are watching, you may be like, wait, what is this? What am I seeing right now? This looks like the old set. Is it the new set? Well, fun fact, right now, this is actually coming from the living room of my new humble abode with my lovely fiance, Patricia. Patricia Flack, soon to be Patricia King. And uh, yes, so right now... This is like our living room area. We have now taken our cool little 80s grandmother in Miami couch and now have kind of incorporated it into our own interior space that is our, uh, I guess you would say this is like a living room. This is a living room. You know the difference between a den and a living room? Because I had it switched for the longest time. <laughs> what is the difference between a den and a you, living room? You tell me what you think I, a den and a living room is. I think a living room is where you put a TV and a den is another room that you don't... I think the TV is the differentiator. Buddy, you're wrong. <laughs> but the way you're thinking is how I thought my entire life. Am I even close? You just have it switched. Oh, the, it is based on a TV, though. It is based on the TV and what you're doing in the room. It's so the den is technically and formally the room where you are supposed to have your TV. That's where you go off into a den to look at something okay. to be entertained. Your living room is a space that usually and should not have a TV, and that's where you go and sit and watch which is why people always say you know that room that's usually when you walk into a house it's the first one off to the yes, right yes that one doesn't have a tv that's the formal like living room or they call it the dining room well that's the dining the dining room's where the dining table is but you know the room in the house that doesn't have a tv yes the that's, den. That's the living. That, well, no, I exactly. Know. That's For what me, we call it. Yeah. So I had it switched the entire but time. But so pre, like I don't know, 1950, when nobody had TVs in their house, did they have a difference between a living room and a den? I bet you just smoked a lot of cigars in the den. So they did call it a den. Yeah. And they I had bet shit went down in the den. <laughs> You know, you, there, was, like there a, was some entertainment going on in the den. That's for where the boys will be boys yeah. in the den. Okay, yeah, that's but just because that's the technical way that it's supposed to be. Like, I think ninety nine percent of people would say the living room is where the TV goes, den is where the TV doesn't go. Basically, it's like one of those things where society changes the meaning of a word, like irregardless or whatever that word. Well, is. that's just not a word. Um, um, <laughs> it. Was your birthday? It was my birthday, and you weren't there, Mike. I. <laughs> Where were you when I needed you most on my birthday? I was I was stuck in New York City. I spent so many hours in Newark Airport. I'm not going to do a whole story time about. Oh, I love airport I stories. I know, I know. Isn't there like kind of nothing worse than when someone goes on about? And then we got delayed, and then they For moved forty us, minutes, and they moved us to another gate. Gave Nobody us a, cares. Gave us a food voucher, and it didn't work. Like, the people at the airport are trying their best. I know, I know, I know, I know. Do you really think your anger and frustration to the person working at the airport is going to shake things up at all? As if you're talking to, like, the daughter of the CEO who's going to be like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to uncancel your flight for you. Let me just get it. Like, no, that's never going to happen. People who whip out their cameras and their phones, like, filming it. Like, thinking that this is going to go viral and, like, oh, well, wait till the people hear about this. 
It ain't you, you ain't gonna accomplish anything. It was everybody else is on the same boat as you. I, I but will, you spent how long in the airport? Many many hours. The, it was the classic: get on the plane, wait for an hour. We deplaned, meaning you have to get off the plane. Then they said come back. We get back on. Then they say take all your stuff with you because we're not gonna be taking this plane. Back and forth. Flight gets pushed until one in the morning and then gets canceled. I thankfully, my parents live in New Jersey. My brother lives in New York. That's the best. That's I a was, good situation. I was, I was just calling my dad. I said, hey, my flight got canceled. Crying? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Daddy? <laughs> Papa? <laughs> Can you send carriage for me? Uh, no, I, I went to my parents' house. I didn't tell my mom. She thought I was on the flight. A little double surprise? Yeah, I surprised her, so okay. that was nice. Uh, but then they rebooked me for a flight two days later. Because that was the Two earliest days th- later. That was the earliest next flight I can get on. Would they have paid for your hotel during that time if you? They didn't give you. They don't give you anything up front. They just say we don't know your flight's canceled. Come back tomorrow. So there's probably 300 other people that were on my flight that maybe didn't have parents that live in New Jersey when they were at Newark Airport. I came back two days later, so I just spent the day with my parents, which was fine. But I came back on Tuesday, so now this flight was supposed to be on Sunday, and the same people that were on my flight from Sunday had been living at the airport. Oh, just because, pulling a Tom Hanks in yes. the movie The Terminal. And like walking through New York Airport was like I was stepping over people just sleeping on the floor. like Because it wasn't just my flight that got canceled. There was, I think, 1,300 flights that got canceled that day. <laughs> so it was a bit of a hectic mess. I feel terrible for the other people. I was just like, thank God I have my parents, like whatever. Um, and then that flight on Tuesday got canceled. What? Yeah, the second flight got canceled. Then the next one, I couldn't get out till Sunday. So I just stayed in New York for another week, and that's why I missed your birthday. Hey, you made a trip of it, man. It's all good. But I did get you a gift. You did? I did. I, get, it's, I have two out of the three parts. Okay? I'm going to give you a card two first. Two out of the three. This is a three-part deal, three folks. Act one, act two, act three. This is like a Shakespearean play unfolding okay. here on Hoot and Half. Uh, oh, we have <laughs> oh, we have a card. A hand, handwritten card. If we can uh, get a little close-up. Or what's be this camera right Cards here. Cards are getting too expensive these days. Yeah. It, 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 <laughs> the rent is too damn high. Pastrami is too damn high. And the price of greeting cards. Through the roof. Through the roof. It's like six bucks. I, with tax, it's like eight. I'm kind of like now with like friends, you don't need to get me a card. Go If I'm in the store buying a gift, I'll get a card on the way out. But if I'm getting the gift from an external source, I'm not going to go drive in my car, go to CVS to spend $8 on a piece of paper. Patricia loves cards. I'm like, we're in the store. And she's like, babe, we got to get a card. I'm like, do we even have a gift for these people? Mm, no, she's but I like, like that mentality. I, yeah, it's, but it's like investing before they go up again. Like I'm ba- but I'm not going to spend forever at the damn card aisle trying to find like the, the perfect, perfect card. One. I like to go for like kind of the anti-humor card or the one that just doesn't fit the occasion. I think makes that people laugh even more. Needs a re- There's no good greeting cards. No, They're not really. all so cringy. Like the art direction, yeah. the, <laughs> the poetry of them, uh-huh. just the the like sentiments they're all they it all feels like it's from the the 90s still it's funny how all the kids get all the like the age numbers like they have all the ones for two years old three Three, years old yeah well actually i don't think there's any for two because kids at two can't even read it no but it's for the parents yeah yeah yeah, but there is but i was like the naughty ones Oh, I don't like those. Make I feel me like uncomfortable. Every, every single one has music in it. I like, like that. But then I'm like, that's why they're charging you so much is because of music. Anyways, let's get to the gifts. Also, one thing that I don't like about greeting cards is you're basically outsourcing 
the creativity to someone else. I, I, I'll do, I think a blank inside card is the best. I don't want a limerick pre-written in there. Like, the idea of a gift, of a card should be like, this is something I want to write. Yeah, but you ever seen Mr. Deeds, man? Remember in the movie Mr. Deeds, Adam Sandler's character, all he wants to do is to write greeting cards. Greeting cards sure. But he owns the pizza shop. And the town loves him because he has a whole board of all the greeting cards he have, he's ever written. It is an art. It, it really is. I, I don't disagree with you, but, like, I would rather get a card that's top to bottom written by a person. Versus, like, they just write to Mike and then love whoever. Like, you know what I'm saying? When I get a it, card, the yeah. effort seems very minimal if all they do is write Now Mike. you can just pull, whip out AI, which is amazing for, uh, I'll say, for, for thank you cards. Like, for instance, Patricia and I, we had... Uh, and you know what? Judge me on this if you want. <laughs> that maybe I used AI in a bond. For instance, we had an engagement party that was being hosted in Texas by three of uh, three couples, our family friends, my friend's parents. Okay, sure. I had to write them three separate thank you cards. Sure. And I just whipped out AI and said, write me three different versions of thanking these people to be the host. Obviously, revise it, pick out a yeah, few lines, no. adjust it. Saved me so much time. I completely justify and use AI. I think it's great. This was, okay, just so you know as well, I didn't know how I was going to do this, but I just started and I did this stream of consciousness. Okay. So it's a think piece. Yeah. <laughs> I love that it says well, to Matt King. Don't, don't look at the back. Don't look at the okay, back. Oh, I love it says to Matt King from Mike Sheffer. I didn't want to write love on it. I feel like. But I just love we have our full names on oh, this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I Because I've gotten gift card. Like I look at my, you know, uh, birthday cards from high school or college, and it'll say from Jess. I don't remember who Jess is. I w- I can't remember that. You know, true. Yeah. So first and last names are important. To right. Matt King, that's me. So Do you know what that's from, Mike? All that. I think so. Or it's the Amanda Show. Yeah, that's it's me. Or it's like, dear Ashley. Yeah, that's me. I think it was the Amanda Show. Amanda you right. Show. Okay, but hey, props on you for. <laughs> <laughs> so really knowing, knowing some 90s culture? Finally. Okay, okay. now can I open yes, it? Yes, you can read it, right. please. I'm opening. It says, I wrote you a poem because we are friends. And no, it's not short. This isn't the end. Aww. For a friend who is funny, kind, smart, and sweet, the one and only Matt King, he cannot be beat. <laughs> <laughs> May this year be your best one yet. I hope you enjoy this Suits box set. <laughs> You did not buy me. Did you buy me suits? You bought me the I show I know that you suits. love the show Suits. If you guys haven't seen our latest episode of Good Influences, Matt really talked about his love for the show Suits, which is about lawyers. And so I... I feel looked, like I, I dove in a little too hard on Suits. I think I well, ran Well, I got my, you seasons one and two on VHS of Suits. Wait, they were making Suits on VHS when it no, came out? No, they weren't. Out? That was just a bit. I got, oh, damn. Okay. You got me good. I was about to, I was about to like, be like, the <laughs> I don't last want thing this, I, I want to own. They, so just so you know, I think Suits season one was like 2015, so... So it didn't come out. Wow. So, okay. So, so this you know one what this says, is. Suit season one. But you can imagine what this is. I have an idea. Well, there's. Okay. Whoa! Japanese story. Have you heard of this film? Okay, I just added it actually to my watch list. Really? This is with Tony Collette. This I think was one of her second or third movies yes. after Clock Watchers. She got big from Mariel's Wedding. Yes. And it's funny. I just listened listened to the A twenty four podcast interview with John Early okay. and Tony Collette. If you don't know who John Early is, he's uh, in the show Search Party. I love John Early, and he was a big Tony Collette fan. He had a Tumblr devoted to Tony Collette when he was just a teenager. Teenager, so 
I had to listen to the interview with this Japanese story. I'm so excited to watch this. It's a young. I know that you love her as an actress, and you love Japan, and you love VHS. So I thought the trifecta would be a good Matt King gift. Dude, how on point! That Thank is you. so wild. Thank that you. That I just added that to my watch list. Thank you. Okay, there is one more that's in transit, but this is what I have for now. Oh my gosh! We got it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. My gosh. Hold it with both hands. All the glory. Take a look. Holy <laughs> moly! Zenus Lapidus! Mike! Okay. <laughs> Mike, for the people listening, Mike got me Xenon Girl of the 21st Century on VHS. I own it, ladies and gentlemen. Dude, this has been my, how would I say? Your like, white whale? My white whale. Your holy my grail. holy grail with my VHS collection. I'm my, with my VHS collection right now. I'm trying to get it down to like the perfect 20. I'm not trying to amass every single VHS. This has been the key missing ingredient. Disney Channel original movies, um, for the people who don't know, in the VHS world, are kind of a hot commodity. Yeah. Or they're very, very rare because the DCOMs, they didn't make them uh, for VHSs to buy. A lot of them were ones that were at Blockbuster, Hollywood Video, those are most of the ones in circulation. This one is, it does have a Blockbuster sticker on the back of it. I tried oh, to find the one that was in the best condition because a lot of them are pretty beat up on eBay. Yeah. Um, and there was one that was also like a test screening with a different cover, but like this I feel like is the one, oh, right? this is the one. Okay, okay. Oh, this is, these, <laughs> the, I've had this in like my watch list on my eBay. I, oh, like I want to buy it, but yeah. then I'm like, I can't get around to convincing me. But if anyone ever got me a gift and you did. I've been listening. Thank you, man. Ah, Zetus Lapidus, zoom, zoom, zoom. I, I've never heard of this. I don't know what this is, but Ella was at my house, and I was like, do you know what this is? And she said, yeah, it's a great Halloween costume. Everybody knows what it is. Mike, I, I missed it. You but... know, my birthday had been going around, and everyone's like, oh, what do you what do you want? What are you hoping you get? I'm like, well, there is something that I think oh, I'm going to get. Oh, you still want this. Okay. <laughs> and it's Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Hot damn! Well, happy birthday. I own it. Thank you. And this is a good investment. This will grow in value. <laughs> I'm actually thoroughly convinced that the DCOM... Uh, VHSs will be very, very valuable by the time we're in our 60s. Because I feel like that's when everyone's going to be our generation, when everyone's going to be really re nostalgic. reasonably wealthy yeah. and start buying these. Because I just don't think a lot of millennials right now are throwing their money at this, yeah. their nostalgia. Which leads me to a point. Hope you're enjoying this episode. We'll be right back after a quick word from today's sponsor, Rocket Money. That is right, Rocket Money. Okay, before I even go into the nitty and gritty details about Rocket Money, I'll tell you I've already been using it a lot, especially now that Patricia and I moved in together. You know, we're getting ready to get married. And right before you're about to share finances, you kind of want to make sure that you guys are both on the same track. And with Patricia, I was like, you need to set up a Rocket Money account because are there subscriptions that you have been subscribing to? Like now that we both have a Netflix account, we don't, we can share it. We don't need to have two separate ones. Brilliant. So we go on Rocket Money. We, we were able to figure out what stuff we needed to cut out. And dude, knowing that we got this peace of mind from Rocket Money was super beneficial. And I cannot recommend it enough. If you don't know what Rocket Money is, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that helped finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions and monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions that they have forgotten about and chances are you're one of them. Like the Stars app that you downloaded just to watch one show a couple months ago and forgot that the free trial ran out. Rocket Money can help. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you 
And for any that you don't want to pay for, you just hit cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's that easy. I love it because I think that sometimes a lot of people think that all their subscriptions are just tied into their app store and it's just on your iPhone and you think that's all the things you're subscribing to. No, you may have forgot about something that you entered your credit card information to on a website and they've been billing you this entire time. I have saved hundreds of dollars just by canceling subscriptions I forgot about. Rocket Money says, hey, you've been paying for uh, blah, blah, blah for the last six months. Do you still want to keep paying? I'm like, absolutely not. Cancel. Done. And Rocket Money also helps you manage all of your finances in one place and automatically categorizes your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time and get alerted if anything looks off. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel on wanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash hoot. Once again, that is rocketmoney.com slash hoot. Please, it helps support the podcast and it would mean the world to us. Once again, that is rocketmoney.com slash hoot. Or a point or a thought, an idea. Do you think muscle cars, like all those cars from the 60s or 50s that you see people auctioning yes, off, you know, yes. at huge car shows, are they still going to be worth anything to the people who didn't even like grow up with them? The, the cars older than the people, like our generation of people who were going to be buying them. It's a good question. Also, like, are cars from the 90s and 2000s in 30 years going to be like, oh my God, you have a 97 Dodge Caravan? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, oh, is, yeah. I, is that an Acura? Like, right. Is that an Acura? 2007 Acura RTX? TSX? Yeah. I don't th I think, it, I think that hobby will become more and more niche. Especially as cars go electric, too. Um, Do you think there will be a point where, like, all gas cars, you cannot drive them anymore? I think the sale of them will be what becomes illegal. Or do you have to, like, pay for a special license just to be able to buy, to drive uh, a gas car? Like, you have to pay more oh, just to be able to have it on the road? It's, like, you got to be taxed more? You get, you get taxed less if you're driving an electric vehicle. So if that trend continues, theoretically, yes. Also, oh just to put it on record, what the next VHS is, it what? is a. Uh, it's it's not going to be here for like another week. I ordered it so long ago. You're just going to tell me on the spot. Yeah, because I want to. Well, we're yeah. in the hype of it. It's a uh, Japanese Sonic the Hedgehog promotion for the original video game. What? Yeah, I don't know what's on it, but it's all in Japanese. It's the, like an original Sonic, and like they have a screenshot, and it's like the video game on the screen. Whoa! Yeah, so that I wish Dude. I had all three of them here at the same time, but... Um, it's the perfect trifecta. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. So... Yeah, uh, I see. I'm, I'm glad that you've heard of that movie Japanese story too, because I, I was looking like for Tony Collette, and I was like, "Oh, Japanese Tony Collette, this is great." I thought you had gone on my letterbox and like saw on my watch list, but then I was like, "Nobody." I don't think you can look at people's watch list no. on letterbox. Well, hot damn! All right, thank you, my man. And I like that I got the suits joke in there too. <laughs> to the people who saw that episode, I'm sorry. I think suits is probably a. Re a re my mom texted me this morning. She was like, "Oh, I saw the." <laughs> I saw the podcast you have with those two ladies, and I was like, oh, yeah. She says Suits was my favorite show. I love that show. Is it not still on TV anymore? No, they ended it. But it is on Netflix now. I've been watching it like since last night. It's pretty good. Nice. It's definitely... You know what I mean, though? No, it's definitely like kitschy and like... It's not how people talk. Or like... <laughs> 
there's just something about it where I'm like, but I it don't... is it is nice to throw on and just like while you're packing for a trip or like trying to eat lunch or something. It's just like I agree. low stakes. I've been watching Barry. I'm really enjoying Barry. I've just been hammering through that show. I really enjoy Silo. Patricia and I finished. Uh, have you seen Silo? No, but I've. You've told me about it. Apple TV, science fiction show, a bunch of people, like, I don't know, a couple thousand people all living in this big silo underground, and they've been under there for hundreds of years, and they don't know what's the outside world. It's a mystery. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. And what? Changing topics. Let's change the topic. You and I produced, directed, edited. Our first music video! There it is. Adam Belcher, if you guys don't know who Adam Belcher is, he also does the theme song to this podcast, and he is an incredible, successful singer, songwriter, artist, musician, um, based out here in LA. Mike and him go way back from New Jersey. I've known him for, oh my gosh, almost as long as I've known you. Um, And he's also... My two YouTube, my two and only YouTube videos out there, my Super 8 videos, I've always done them to Adam's music. Adam's music has always spoken to me. I just love making Super 8 videos to his music. He reached out and he goes, I want you to make a Super 8 music video for Garment Bag. And we were like 100% yes. And we shot it all in one day. Edited it. I think, yeah, basically in, in a one day. day. And then we uploaded it. And it seems to be doing very, very 100, well. Hundred thousand views already. Oh, really? Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness. I was, I think, I was a little worried. And I saw some comments too that uh, I hadn't seen the episode, but you talked about it on Unfiltered. I shouted it out at the end, like the last thing I said. And oh I, wow! I wish I shouted it out earlier. Yeah, I, I saw a worried. bunch of comments like, "Oh, I came from Unfiltered." Hell yeah! Yeah, that's good. Maybe I'll shout it out again this episode if Zane and Heath will let me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. Um, well, great. What, what is your? Uh, how did you feel about being a first-time director? Um, it felt really, really good. Um, I really enjoyed the process of editing and especially putting footage to music is yeah. really, really fun. Because you kind of have to flow to the beat, but at the same time you have to challenge yourself to be like, this can't be too on the nose. you got to make sure that the shots speak for itself. It's I, I loved it because it was the one time I was not on my phone at like yeah. I realized we would get sucked into editing. We were and locked Patricia in. Patricia was like, "Um, hello, you haven't responded to me," and I'm like, "Yeah, we were are we locked wearing in. the same watch today?" Whoa, you have a Casio? Yeah. When'd you get that? I've always had this, but the reason why really been, the reason why <laughs> look at us having this little <laughs> topic ADD, um, because I've been going and working out at Equinox and. I use a steam room, and I can't use an Apple Watch in the steam room to keep yeah, my time. Eh, they kind of recommend not doing it. Oh. Apple Watch is in a sauna, sure, but like a steam room, that's so much Liquid. moisture in yeah. there. Maybe if I got the most expensive Apple Watch. It depends on what year it is, but they made a thing that like you play a sound, and it buzzes out the water. Well, maybe. I don't want to have to do that every True. day. Okay. But yeah, Let me see I that just, one. That's just what, yeah. I think yours is a little bit nicer so than So yours has the green light here, right? Yeah. So I got the same one, but look at the light on this one. Wow. You see how it's like a... Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Otherwise, it's the exact same watch. I My time is all wrong on it. And every time I go in the steam room, people are like, oh, what's the time? And I'm like, dude, I'm just timing Why myself. Why do you wear watches that don't have the proper time set? Uh, I, these buttons are like too complicated to set the time. I will set it for you. It is very confusing, but 
Um, Anyways, back to the music video. Oh, yeah. If you guys have not seen it, please go check out the music It'll video. It'll be linked below. It will be linked below. But still, don't leave right now. We've got a whole <laughs> more conversation coming up for you guys. But your support would mean a lot. Please go like it. Subscribe to Adam. Have his music come up on your whole feed. You will be blessed with it. His music is incredible. And um, comment on it. Say that we sent you here or what your favorite part is. Were there any errors in the music video? Errors? No. There is one clip I want to talk to you about. I do think that there was like something wrong with the clip. Oh, interesting. Yeah. We can talk about it after. Um, well, the good news is... What? We're going to be doing his next one. Are you serious? Yeah. Shut up! Yeah. God, man, this episode is just full of surprises. <laughs> yeah, we're coming back hot. Oh, I got, do I, we know what the song is? I guess still got to talk to Will. He's They're both in Europe right now. Adam's on tour in Europe. But uh, I got to talk gonna, to Will. Are we, are we gonna still stick with Super Eight? Should we play with a different kind of medium? We'll have to talk about it. I think, but like, oh, how cool it would be to do like handy cam footage. I feel like so much of that has been done. Though. Yeah, even like, like Kendrick Lamar's new video. Every go to little hipster bedroom pop artist that yes. that comes up. Their first video was always like shot on the on v- the two- mini DV tapes. Yeah, yeah, Sony handy cam, which is cool. I'm not trying to diminish it, but it's like we need to experiment with a different type of well we'll talk about it but okay cool delivering the heat today hot damn be right back after a quick word from today's sponsor talk space you know mike it's summertime it's bright and shiny the weather is amazing and you want to think that all is right in the world but sometimes even if it's beautiful outside we don't feel as good as we do inside that's right matt sometimes you can get down life gets in the way you things things don't always go your way and you don't always feel your best but It helps to talk to a therapist. If you're not sure how to get started, Talkspace makes it easy to find a therapist that you will like. It is convenient to meet online, at home, or wherever you're most comfortable. Talkspace has made a huge difference in so many lives, including ours. And you may be a person who thinks seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't really have the time to find one and meet one with them, or hey, even afford them. Well, try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easier accessible and affordable and when you've met your therapy goals or simply want to cancel Talkspace has a simple cancellation process and will work with you to get a prorated refund for unused time if applicable sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist but why wait you can get a therapist through Talkspace and therapy can help you shift your perspective Find the tools to cope in difficult times and be a guiding light. Getting started is the important part, and Talkspace makes it easy and affordable. It's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your own home. There's no need to commute to appointments or miss time at work or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy easy. And Talkspace is affordable and in-network with most major insurers. Talkspace is also secure and private using the latest end-to-end bank-grade encryption technology to store client information and complying with the latest HIPAA regulations. And as a listener of Hoot and Half, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash HH. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash HH to get $80 off your first month and Show your support for our show. That is Talkspace.com slash HH. Visit the link. Click the link in the description. Sign up for Talkspace. It helps support the show. Let them know we sent you. And now, back to the episode. Um, Let's talk about the the Ocean Gate. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Hot topic right now. 
This will be the fastest turnaround we've ever done. This episode will go up tomorrow. Oh, damn. Yeah. Fast. On point. And for the people... Oh, I was, I'm always shouting out to people who are listening or watching. Um, we are going to try to reinvent and make a new set in our guest bedroom here uh, now that I'm living with Patricia. Yeah, this is a temporary set. And who knows? But I would be curious down below what you kind of want the vibe to be like. Have you liked this set? Because it may be a little different. This couch may stay here. That's fine. And I think I kind of want to put us at a situation where we can maybe look at a TV. Maybe we might be at a desk. Okay. I'm trying to figure out if there's a better type of vibe we can uh, have on it. So I would like some input. If you th see there's another podcast out there that you think our dynamic would work well on a set similar similar to theirs, whether they're at a table, whether um, they're just sitting down on couches or separate chairs, I'd love to see it because I could use some inspo. Well, I also want to put it out there on the video topic. <laughs> I made that like fake v VMA award winning thing. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, I just want to put it out there. I would love to win a VMA with you, bud. I think we can do it. I I believe we can. So when it, whenever the VMAs come out, if there's an opportunity to vote for Adam Melcher, do they have a category for like you know there's best new artists for the VMAs, but do they like best new music video artists? Because it is the MTV video VMAs music, yeah. video music awards. So people who won last year though. It's like a little absurd. It's like Doja Cat, Drake, Nicki Minaj. Yeah, that's it's a like a million dollar budget. Baby. Uh, I know. Can you imagine how pissed those directors I would be know. if we just came into some hot shots on the scene? But you know who are they? They have a podcast. But hey, music video directors are you know that's the gateway door for the hot new directors, movie directors now. Oh yeah. Like look at the Daniels who did everything everywhere all at once. They, they started doing Lil John videos, right? Yeah, Lil John was it turned down for what? I think so. They did that uh, music video. Also Mike Mills, who is my favorite director, he did the twentieth century women beginners come on, come on. He was a music video director. And Spike Jones. Spike Jones still does music videos. Dude. That would be a sick second half of the career if we hey. <laughs> Hey, this is it's just the beginning. Humble beginnings here from Hoot and Half Studio. Oh, how was it with uh, Jason and Carly? Fun. Great time. Cool. Uh, uh, it's really funny. <laughs> Never mind. I'll tell you later. You have the... What is that? Sorry. It goes off every hour. I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> well, I'll give you a full lesson on this afterwards. Okay, so I told but, you, go treat yourself. Right. Get your mind off and buy a Rolex. And Daron and Sam have been all about Rolex for like the last two years. They wear it all the time. But at Daron... I can't, when I was trapped in New York for the extra week and a half, all he was wearing was a Casio. And I was like, what's up with the Rolex? He's like, man, Rolex is over. It's all about the Casios now. What? And I was like, what? And he goes, dude, Rolex, people will rob you. If it breaks, you're fucking, you're cooked. It's, you can't really wear it to work out. You don't want to wear it skateboarding. You buy a $20 Casio, tells the time much easier. You don't even need to, you don't need to like know how to tell time. It's right. got more functionality. It's got a better light. It's got a more comfortable strap. Why wouldn't you do it? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to order it. I ordered it on Amazon. It was there the next day. 20 bucks. They're the best. The best. No, I, I, I know. I, I have like three Casios. You know about that one watch that Tyler, the creator, wears? The Cartier? No. Uh, this it, No. There's a watch that Tyler, the creator, is known to wear most of the time. Then again, this was maybe three years ago. Okay. It's a Casio... But I think it is on a dial. But it's like 12 15 bucks, And it looks oh, really? so clean. And it's, it's a like, Casio. It's like black with like a cream face. I'm pretty sure it's Casio. It's definitely one of like the cheap, cheap ones. I used to have it, but I lost it. But hey, who cares? It's only 10 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. Yeah. And, and I just also like the fact that I can look at the time and know it instantly. 
Like I had that other watch that I bought, that Timex, that yeah. has like the hands on it. And like, what time is it? It is. I'm not asking for a math problem four, here. Yeah, it's like a, fi- yeah. an optical illusion. <laughs> we used to. Do you? Did you ever have play flat? Flashcard baseball in like school. That sounds so familiar. Flashcard baseball. Okay. Yeah. The the teachers would get on the pitcher mound with a you know stack of flashcards and then behind on the them, baseball field on the baseball field and sometimes it would be math problems you know like and you would go up battle on home plate with another student y'all go head to head and you had to look off in the distance. And try to read this fucking flashcard and solve the problem or tell the time. And I remember, or in tell the time, there was one where we tell the time and there were two cards. You would either get uh, the, the one with, you know, the big hand, the little hand, like a typical clock. Mm-hmm. And then there would be like a dig- an analog clock and then like a digital clock. And all you wanted was just the digital clock because it just set the yeah, time. Yeah, it's 437. You'd be like, 7.30. <laughs> done. 7.30. 7.30. And then they would whip out that one and we would sit there looking at this clock. And if one of us got it right, Why we did ran. you have to go outside for this? Because they just wanted it was because it was flashcard baseball. I, I'm like having a slight memory flashback. We had flashcard baseball, but it was just like on a giant poster board that was a baseball diamond, and then each person she would just move us around. Oh, they needed us just to move our bodies. I Burn guess off so. Some energy I mean, better, yeah. Out in that Texas heat, can man. You, can you tell time like in an instant? <laughs> I can tell time like in an instant. Look at yeah, a clock. Yeah, I know. and you could be like. Three thirty-six. Can you not? Not not instant. Not as fast as this. Oh, four fifty-two. Yeah, yeah. You can't look at it in an analog clock and just not. A, no, it takes like. Can a, the boy tell time? <laughs> no. <laughs> Comment down below if you got that reference. God, where is it? What Rushmore? Don't you have it? Oh yeah, yeah it's, it's right, right there. there. Wow, I was gonna take it out. Too much effort. Um. Okay, so. That's cool that we're on the same watch. But it's funny, though, that you're on this whole anti-Rolex thing. I'm not when lately, anti- I've been shopping for a new Rolex. I'm not anti-Rolex. I'm just in the interim before I buy, buy one. I do want to have a watch that I actually use. It's a nice touch. Yeah. There is a watch company I reached out to that does make these types of watches that I... What kind? What's it called? It came up on a sponsored ad. But, like, you know one of those, like, Instagram-sponsored yeah, ones? Yeah. It's not another creator. Yeah, it no, is, I get it, yeah. And I saw those, and it looked clean, What's man. the brand? Oh, I'm, I should shout them out, because I DM'd them, and I said, yo, these are in... Oh, my gosh. They said I could pick one out. Hell, this is a great day, folks. Oh, my gosh! Okay. Uh, it's What's the Ev- company name? It's Evora. Evora, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Evora watches. Dude, they are clean looking. Let's see. Oh, yeah. I see the blue oh, one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to pull up the website here. Sorry. if we're gonna... I'm going to teach you how to set your Casio after this. Oh, shoot. Come on. Let's see here. Look oh, yeah. Don't those look sick? Oh, and they got the NATO straps, too. Yeah. What's a NATO strap? Uh, it's like the fabric, like the nylon woven oh, fabric. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I usually very, no, these do have the regular button snaps, but, oh. Those, those look dope. Pretty those cool, man. Right up my alley. So. Yeah, great. Look Hell at you. Yeah. And the website looks all like mega yachty in 90s. I got to remember that they um, responded. So, yeah, watch us. <laughs> oh, but I've been like kind of looking at Rolexes though, too. Okay. 
There was a guy on TikTok who just had really good taste. Who? What's his name? Christian? Oh, I think you sent me him. Yeah, that kind of like New York guy. Yeah. He has this... that Rolex Bombay model that looks pretty clean and then like also a Cartier Santos. Yeah. Eh. Eh. They all do the same thing. But it, I think sometimes like they do grow in value and it's kind of a nice asset to like buy and it and you put your money in to it. Yeah, if you can. Who I... knows? But then the, the next thing you know, Timothy Chalamet is walking around with that model and it's <laughs> Did you see the Willy Wonka trailer? Uh, the the tone of your voice makes it seem like you're a little indifferent about it. Oh, I'm not indifferent. I think it's... Do you think it's going to bomb? I, th- I mean, I don't think it's going to bomb because people love that guy. Yikes. I don't... Did you, know you see what? it? I kind there was, It gave me chills. I was a little like, ooh, I'm feeling something. But then I keep seeing clips where I'm like, Is, was Timothy the person they should have casted for this role? You know who I think they should have casted? Is that one guy, Jeremy White from The Bear. The main guy from The Bear? He looks just like Gene Wilder. He does kind of look like a young Gene Wilder. But apparently, though, this isn't Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. This is Willy Wonka. In the Chocolate Factory. It's the origin story of Willy Wonka. Which we already got the Johnny Depp version. Yes, this is the origin story. Is Tim Burton directing this? No. Okay, good. Then that's Tim Burton directed the Johnny Depp one. The Johnny Depp one was like... Tim Burton, though, made amazing movies, but then his last ones have been kind of stinkers. Yeah, dude. he had a few good ones. Uh, he did the Batman movie. That was his big one. Yes, he did Batman and Batman Returns. Yes. Is it Batman Returns or Batman Forever? Whichever one has the Penguin and Michelle Pfeiffer. I don't know. But I just, to me, this it looked, I don't know. I'm a hater. But the, I don't, like, I'm not a big Timothy Chalamet guy. I think it's a musical. I don't, it doesn't matter. He... Like, watching it, it looked like he... <sighs> watch it. You better watch your mouth here. <laughs> <laughs> These, the Timothy's are going to be coming after you. I just... He just doesn't... Like, it just looked like I'm watching Timothy Chalamet cosplay Willy Wonka. Yeah. Like, and he's just like... his The way that he speaks... Like, I know what his real speaking voice is, and he's just trying to do this whimsical, like, yeah. lighthearted thing. I don't think he has the chops that's, for it. That's what I'm saying. I he just think he's that good of an He is a good actor, but not, like, I think, for that kind of role. I think because people want to see J- Timothy Chalamet as the next Johnny Depp. That's kind of how we place But he's just them. not. Like, Joaquin Phoenix, a young Joaquin Phoenix, I feel like would have been a better choice. I a young walking phoenix. Yeah, interesting, I mean, interesting choice there. What young walking phoenix movies do you know? Just like when he is a younger person, I don't know. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know. I don't really know that many actors these days, anyway. But I feel like <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, like he's in Dune, he's in rom coms, he's I'll, in peri- uh, period pieces. Like I'm stoked for Dune. Did you see Dune one? Yeah, I love that. Oh yeah. But I still wish. I just don't. I think he's like every time I see him on screen, I'm just like that's just that skinny kid that everyone likes. Easy. I, I just, <laughs> I'm pulling up something quickly. <laughs> okay. Share it with the class. I am. I am. It's just I saw on Reddit someone had posted a picture of Timothy Chalamet as Willy Wonka. And and the the caption, and this is the new Timothy Chalamet Willy Wonka. I'll put the photo up. You know what it looks like. It said, Timothy looks like he's about to paste the pews in a church corridor. <laughs> Oh, like uh, from Panic at I the read Disco. Sins on yeah. Tragedies. Damn. Like it. That's that's the vibe I got. Was like this is cosplaying that Panic at the Disco video. Did you see that? Uh, God, sorry, Hugh, was... Hugh Grant is the Oompa Loompa. Yeah, but I, don't I know. guess they kind of got to do that. Also, just can we fucking do a new movie? Yeah, 
Little Mermaid. Uh, fucking. It's not fu- a good investment. It Do is you- a good investment. People are gonna people are gonna line up and watch Willy Wonka. I know, no, exactly. But having oh, an original movie, movie is such everything a risk. everywhere all at once. Oppenheimer. Yeah. I mean, Barbie's uh, going to be a recreation, but man, that premiere looked sick. Uh, the Barbie one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. I guess I'm just not that big of a Barbie fan, so I don't have that much FOMO. Are you not going to see it? For all, yeah, I am going to go see it, but I'm leaving for London on Friday, and I don't I don't think I'm going to go to the movies when I'm on vacation. Do you yeah. go to the movies on vacation? No, never. Maybe if I'm at the beach and there's a rainy day, like, okay, let's go check out the local cinema. No, no, no. Yeah, the idea of sitting in a dark room for three hours when you're on vacation seems very silly. Did I ever tell you my Timothy Chalamet story? No, let's hear it. I was going to Austin for South by Southwest. This was the spring of when Call Me By Your Name had just come out. I'm pretty sure. Call Me By Your Name, I think, came out like the winter of whatever year this was. Mm -hmm. I'm going up the escalator at LAX. Timothy Chalamet is still a new rising star. The world had not fully caught on about Timothy Chalamet. Going up the escalator, about to go through security. This guy comes up right by me, shades on. He has a full-on, like, yellow leather jacket that's on a hanger. You know, just on a hanger. That's how expensive this jacket probably was. Okay. He walks up, knocks over my bag, goes, oh, bro, I'm so, so sorry. I'm like, oh, dude, it's all right. And I look up. It's Timothy Chalamet. Wow. He said, I'm sorry. And then I think he probably disappeared off into the lounge or something. Yeah. And then right when the flight started, he comes on. I'm standing behind him as he's boarding. He sits in the wrong seat and oh, for somebody. And then someone's like, actually, that's my seat. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Huh. Being Timothy Chalamet. And then you guys have become best friends ever since. <laughs> yeah. I went uh, and ate at a restaurant the other night where oh, cool. they, sh- they shot they <laughs> shot the uh, fight scenes in Kill Bill. Oh, is that the one that's at the top of the hill? Yeah, have you been that's there? That's where they shot Kill Bill? Yes, that's sir. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ate there. yeah, I ate there with Patricia one time. Gorgeous restaurant. It's really cool. And it looks like it's you drive through the neighborhood to get there. You know, it used to be like a brothel. Did it? Yeah. They have like a whole history of it right when you open the menu. In 1902, we opened our doors and survived the Depression and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't say anything about it. You, you Definitely not. I mean, it looks like it could be. It's got like a little bit of hotel vibes to I it. I think I remember looking that up. Okay, cool. But like it's that one scene at the end where Lucy Liu gets her head chopped off. Yeah. Okay. Spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs> it's it not came her, out 20 <laughs> years ago. It's not her head. It's her scalp, which is pretty magnificent. It's a great shot. Yeah. Is that the first one? Yeah, that's the first that one. That is the first one. There's Kill Bill 2. Do you think Maya Hawk, Uma Thurman, and Ethan Hawk's daughter, and hopefully Quentin Tarantino doesn't go into retirement, but do you think she has the chops to play Kill Bill, do a Kill Bill 3? Because oh. at the end of Kill Bill 2, spoiler alert, she has a daughter. A, well, she has a daughter, and, well, I don't want to say what happens, but maybe the daughter's out for some vengeance. And yeah, Maya Hawk a, right now, she looks exactly like her. She does. I think though, my I, I'd be cool. Maya Hawk. I'm not here. We love <laughs> we positivity women. We love women's body. Maya Hawk looks like I could like flick her and she would fly <laughs> off into the wind. I don't think she. I she she would she have would to hit a, the gym. Yes, she's yes. she's a little frail. I uh, one of the VHSs that I have is called The Matrix Revisited. After they made the first Matrix, it was such a success that they were just, like, making content. And they made this, like, DVD and VHS of behind the scenes of them making the Matrix 2 and 3. So it's like a two-hour documentary about how they made the second and third Matrix. The amount of training that those people went through. It was, like, three months just of, like, 
gun training and then another six weeks of punch training and like wire work and they just spent so much time and effort i feel like they don't really do that anymore like everything now is john just like, wick though they were they were doing some hardcore stuff that's keanu reeves he's an og he Even gets though it i don't like john wick you don't like john wick he's a mass shooter <laughs> Dude, John Wick killed 70 people, like, in one movie. More than that. And there's one, two, three, four. What is the news in the John Wick world where they're like, okay, last night a guy killed 100 people. They're henchmen. They're guys who were just working the front front door. They have kids they got to feed. But just because they were at the wrong place at the wrong time working for a guy they got to die? I mean, this is a a great take, Matt. I don't disagree. But it also is like a... My favorite big action shoot-em-up movie is Taken. Interesting. What, do you think so? No, no. I get it. Taken is really good. You heard about this new one? There's a new Taken? No, Taken. the Freedom, Sound of Freedom? Um, yes. And that there's this huge conspiracy. Okay. Yes, I've heard about Sound of Freedom. Apparently, it is a Christian-funded film mm-hmm. um, that is about child trafficking. Correct. And which I'm like, I'm down. Sign me up. Sounds yeah. like a very great, important movie. Right. But I keep hearing these things that they're saying that oh, the mainstream media didn't want to pick it up. And even local theaters are making sure that the AC is off in these theaters or the fire alarm goes off. Yeah. Which part of me, I'm like, is that true? Or is this all a publicity stunt just to get more people to see the movie? That's what I think it is. But yes, that's great. It's outperforming Indiana Jones. Good for you. Which is insane because I've never heard of it. But... But uh, it just sounds like a movie that a lot of people want to go see. I think the reason why people are like, eh, because the main star is Jim Caviezel, who who famously played played Jesus Christ. And you got to see that, Mike. (laughs) Mike, Passion of the Christ. Do you remember when the Passion of the Christ came out? Yeah. I remember being at the pool as a kid. And people were coming up from like local churches being like, hi, have you guys seen Passion of the Christ? And we're like, no, we haven't. Blah, blah, blah. They go, well, we're from Bentry and we just want to give you a couple for, passes they to go free see it. tickets. They were churches were give, buying tickets, giving them out for free for people to go see the movie. It's not like on streaming anywhere. Like, I feel like we heard about that, but I feel like Gen Z now, kids growing up on TikTok, never, you, you're not popping on Netflix and seeing the preview for Passion of the Christ. True. It, is it? Is it a good film? I never saw it. Did you see it? No. Oh, I no. Apparently it ra- the reason why I wanted to see it, just because it was rated R. It is and rated I R. And I was like 10 years old, and I go, I want to go see a rated R movie. Well, apparently, it's a really, really well done film. Nudity? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's hot stuff, in, hot stuff in Bethlehem, if you know what I'm saying. But no an anti-Semite and rageaholic Mel Gibson. Yeah, what's up with that? Now Mel Gibson's having this comeback. Where I he's know. like speaking the truth, and everyone's listening to Mel Gibson. Well, again. so that's why people are sort of against this. As and again, I just learned about this in the last twenty four hours, so I, I'm not fully informed. But the guy Jim Caviezel, who is starring in this movie, he is pretty like Q anon adjacent, and talks about like Adrenochrome and Pizzagate and like all these conspiracy theories. And so people are just like, this guy is probably in that world, and they just don't want to support an actor that's in that world. The sound of freedom. Yeah. And it also, like, it, it is kind of crazy how the mainstream, quote-unquote, like Rolling Stone and CNN, like, I think Rolling Stone's article was like, 
this movie is for brain uh, dads who have worms for brains. So it's not that good of a movie. Well, that's the thing is that apparently it's like a fine movie. It's just like Taken, but because it's associated with like right wing stuff. The mainstream media is just saying it's a piece of shit. I know. I've been seeing all these Facebook statuses from, like, moms in my hometown who were just like, this is an important film. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and the mainstream media doesn't want you to see it. That's, but I know. That's I a know. bunch of baloney. But I think that that's how they market stuff is, like, if something's not that good, they just say, well, the mainstream media doesn't want you to watch it. And then that's how they get tap into that audience of, like, right-wing QAnon. Has Ashton Kutcher seen it? <laughs> All they need is just Ashton Kutcher to be like, this is an important yeah, film. Yeah. He's, Ashton Kutcher's all behind uh, a child exploitation on the internet. He is. Has he seen it? I don't know. I did see Tony Robbins post about it on Instagram, which I was oh, like... Oh, well, it's a pretty good <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brother. All right, what are we going to clickbait this, Matt? Winning uh, a VMA? Winning a VMA? Nominated for a VMA? Should we say Do that? Know Do you what the are? But can we like claim just a it's clickbait? Who cares? Okay, cool. We or is it like I don't know banned movies or something? No, let's uh, do. Yeah, man, we're not nominated. How long have we been recording? Are we almost done? Yeah, I mean, we're basically we can. I mean, we can continue. No, <laughs> keep it going. Um, bop, 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 bop. but yeah, it's been pretty great living with Patricia. Oh yeah, I want to. Save that for when we have her back on as a guest. Okay, cool. Maybe keep the bickering down to a minimum. I'm becoming like a West Hollywood boy now. What does that mean? It's Dude, I feel like kind of different. <laughs> you can't tell. You can see the, the, the glow in my eyes. Uh, but this... I've lived now in L.A. for almost nine years. I have lived... That's crazy. Oh, I know. Wild. Um, I've lived in almost every single part. Like, I've lived in Santa Monica. I've lived in, like, Mar Vista. Lived in Studio City, Sherman Oaks, East Hollywood, Hollywood, all of that. Never really lived not in West, West Hollywood. Hollywood yeah. Which is kind of like the epicenter, I feel like, of the L.A. scene. Yeah. Dude, you food lived- options out here are great. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of great restaurants here. It's just so it's kind of nice get, getting around here. I feel I feel more hip with it. Have you ever lived in Silver Lake? No, like Los, never lived. Actually, I never lived out in Silver Lake. Silver I like, Lake, I don't like until it's nighttime. Yeah, I feel when like I you... see it in the daytime, I'm like, put your clothes back on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Silver Lake doesn't yeah. look pretty during the day, and I'm not talking about you know the homelessness or anything like that. It's just the buildings or its charm. It just yeah. looks a little. Uh, you're uh, not really a Silver Lake kind of guy. I, the thing is, it's such a bitch to get out there. It is. L.A. is just... Like, I love you, but I don't think I love you that $40 worth to go out to Silver Lake. <laughs> Silver Lake, though, if everybody's drunk and they're like, everyone's agreeing on going to Silver Lake, I'll go. Yeah. Like Zebulon or Tenants of the Trees. I do love Zebulon. It's a good spot. And wow, talk about hyper-niche L.A. talk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Um, cool. Well, I think we can wrap it up there. Okay, let's wrap it up, guys. Thank you so much once again for sticking with Hoot and a Half. We have a lot of exciting things that are in store. And please comment down below what you want to see us do with the new set. I'm very curious to hear it. And guys, I know we just talked about it, but if you haven't seen it already, go check out the music video Mike and I directed. It is called Garment Bag by Adam Melcher. And hey, even if you like the music video so much, go on Spotify, go on Apple Music, save the song, listen to it, make it part of your everyday routine because the support would mean a lot to Adam. And we love you. You are the best. 
and your support means the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. We'll see you next time.